Christian. Welcome, friends, to the Christian O'Connell Show podcast. Good morning to uh, Jeff, listening to the show on the iHeart platform up on the, in Queensland at Gold Coast. Thank you very much. I'll get that uh, Italian boot. We're taking the Rugrats up there in January. We love hearing people listening all around Australia. You can listen to the show on your phones. You can just download the free app, the iHeart app. All right, time for this week's weakest claim to fame. Remember, no claim to fame is ever too weak for us. Test it out. 941043 Hello, Greg. Good morning. How are you? I'm good, Greg. So, weakest claim to fame. What have you got? My weakest claim to fame is uh, working as a motorcycle courier in in Melbourne in 1990s, and uh, I was requested to to go to Surrey Hills and pick up a drum machine to deliver to uh, Metropolis Audio Studios in South Melbourne for Daryl Braithwaite to record the Rise album, which had the horses on it. Oh, wow. wow. So you're saying they're not real yeah. drums on horses? Yeah. Uh, and then the, the drum studio, they, studio, they probably use them to, to mix stuff up. But... This is huge. <laughs> this is huge, sir. You are going to yeah. go down as a whistleblower. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Front page of the Herald yeah. Sun tomorrow, fake drums. Yeah. Braithwaite can't yeah. even provide his own drum. Daryl Fakeweight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sadly, Greg. Sadly, I yeah. just dropped them off at reception and rode off into the sun. Hey, you're, you're complicit in this. You're compl- <laughs> Don't be a drum denier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Greg, thank I, you I very much. I, yes, I looked at the acknowledgements on the album cover. My name wasn't on there. Damn it, that's cruel. Snubbed out of history, airbrushed out like that, Greg. <laughs> Thanks, man. Well, let history uh, know you who you are now. Know your name, Greg. Thanks, you call. Thanks, Mike. Bye-bye. Rebecca. Um, my weakest claim to fame is I got kicked out of a casino in front of Michael J. Fox. Oh, wow. Where was this? In, uh, in Vegas or here? Not quite as glamorous. It was in Christchurch, New Zealand. <laughs> what? what twist of circumstances that have put Michael J. Fox there? Well, I think he was filming, he was filming The Frighteners, that Peter Jackson movie. Oh, right. So quite a few years ago. Yeah, quite a few years ago. This was in the 90s. And I was at high school. And um, my dad had been going to the casino a bit of those days. This is another story. And um, he'd been telling us he was great mates with Michael J. Fox. You know, Michael J. Fox was a hell of a nice guy. Yeah, we're mates. And my dad likes to talk stories, so nobody really believed him. We're like, whatever, you, you don't know Michael J. Fox. So anyway, he was going on about it. So then one night, me and my friend, we would have been about 16 at the time, we snuck into the casino <laughs> to see if Dad was actually hanging out with Michael J. Fox. <laughs> oh, what a scene that must have been to see that. Oh, my God, that really is Michael J. Fox. Yeah, so we're looking around the casino, looking around the casino, like, oh, Dad's full of, you know. Then we turn the corner and there's Dad, my Dad, sitting next to Michael J. Fox at the blackjack table. You're kidding me. That is awesome. <laughs> That's a great story. That's actually too good for Weakest Claim well, to Fame, but a lovely story. So I said to Michael J. Fox, I hope Dad's not annoying you. 
And he's like, no, no, he's a, he's a nice guy, keeping me company. And we're standing there, feeling pretty cool, and then these two ginormous security guards with headpieces, black, came up to me, and my black clothes, headpieces, came up to me and my friend, and were like, um, you've got to get out of here, you're underage. But like, I'm talking to Michael J. Fox. <laughs> and then they embarrassingly escorted us out of the casino and right. threw us out. Uh, Rebecca, thank you very much for your story, mate. Have a good day. Thanks. The Christian O'Connell Show podcast. Christian, I think you and Jack need to explore this Daryl Braithwaite conspiracy further. If the drums weren't real, how do we have any confidence the horses were? This goes right to the top, Braithwaite. Uh, 18 minutes past eight. All right, we're doing weakest claim to fame. 94141043. What is your weak claim to fame? Uh, Sally. My weakest claim to fame is that I was invited with my father to dinner at Yoko Ono's apartment in New York. My father was Consul General there at the time, so needless to say, we were a little bit excited and we accepted. So off we went to the Dakota building and she answered the door and to our utter dismay, she asked us to take our shoes off, as is the Japanese custom, uh, which we did and we were horrified because my father's socks did not match and I had black tights on at the time and as you know... I think she would have seen hanging out with like, you know, uh, shut up with John Lennon who was nude a lot of the time. I don't think she would have mind the fact that you're wearing tights or that he wore Uh, odd socks. Oh, but Christian, I had a black, I had a a hole in my tights at my big toe and was the custom at the time what you did with your tights was you'd get out the red nail polish and you would paint around the hole in your toe and you would paint it up the ladder that was creeping up your foot and there were other diplomats there there were other guests there and here was the Australian representatives in there oh, with a ladder up the foot red nail polish all around the foot and dad and then shove a Ferrero Rocher in the bottom of it yeah <laughs> Oh, gosh, it was so, so embarrassing. And so my father spent the entire night standing behind pieces of furniture and I spent the entire night with my right foot over my thought that was odd. That's, That's just odd. Having strange? odd socks is not a big deal, right? It doesn't matter. But a guy hiding behind a couch going, is, that, is he still there? Yeah, exactly. Is that the Australians? That's what he did. That's Who what he did because it was in the 80s. Man of nail varnish Gotcha. It was nail varnish. Halfway up my foot. Oh, got it. All right, Sally, thank you very much. No worries. You know, I feel sorry for in that story. Yoko Ono. Um, <laughs> David, good morning. Hey, good morning, Christian. My uh, weakest claim to fame is I had a uh, aircraft simulator ride with John Travolta in the Camden Town Aircraft Museum in, in London. Amazing. That is incredible. Yeah, he's a high-level pilot, mm. John Travolta. Yeah, he is. I didn't realise at the time, but... Um, yeah, we uh, we were just wandering around, me and my mate. He was over there promoting his new film, Look Who's Talking. And, um, <laughs> and uh, we were just killing time by going on a plane simulator. I mean, he could just get on his private jet and go for a flight round London. That's I think, amazing. I think, looking, I think he was looking at the uh, more at the museum. But, yeah, we lined up for the simulator ride, and I saw this bloke standing in the line behind me. I didn't really click who, who it was. I thought, he looks sort of familiar, but... And then, um, then we jumped in the simulator and he uh, sat behind me and I, I clicked as to who it was. So I was only like 20 at the time and I turned around and said, G'day, John David from Australia. Pleased to meet you. This is an amazing story. I love this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, David, that's a great one. I'll give you a pair of tickets. Village Cinema's uh, Gold Class Double Pass. That's a great story, David. Thank you. No worries. Thanks. This is the Christian O'Connell Show podcast. Last few calls for this week's weakest claim to fame. Dirk. 
Yes, good morning, Christian. My biggest claim of fame is that I was standing in a video shop in Switzerland, video shop then existing in 1988, and he was asking me if I had seen any of his movies. So I was a little bit sort of shocked because why does he want to watch his movies? And he said it's for my son. No, who, who is it? Yeah, we, uh, mm-hmm. Dirk, what we missed there, by the way, beautiful accent as well. What we missed was who was the star? Who was the celebrity you were talking to? Sir Roger Moore. Wow, we oh, wow. James Bond. <laughs> yes, I was working in a Swiss ski, uh, Swiss ski resort. Yes, lovely. Yeah, I think he used to live out that way, didn't he? He had a home out there. Yes, in Stad. That's right. Yes, he did. Yes, <laughs> and uh, can you remember what he <laughs> what he hired out in the end? What did he take? No, no, because uh, he couldn't find any of his movies, and I said, "Well, yeah, we want to watch your own movies." And it's for my son and. I explained to him that they got two video shops and they're exchanging videos in between. Gotcha. And so he approached the person behind the desk and said, yes, we got some here in the back. And so he walked in the back and came out with some movies and he said, thank you very much. And then he said goodbye. And, uh, yeah, he was, like, dressed like a gentleman. Behaved yes. like a gentleman. I was, <laughs> Absolutely, I was, yeah. I, I Always immaculately attired, Sir Roger Moore. Yeah, yeah. and so um, we said there was... Uh, because there were other celebrities, and we were going to a restaurant one night with some friends, and there was Rod Stewart sitting there across this, across on a big table with his family. Rod Stewart? He, wow. And um, no one bothered them. No paparazzi. They want to be left alone because they're human beings. Absolutely. Well said, <laughs> Dirk. Well said. It's always a good reminder to get that. Well, thank you. No, and so it was just absolutely brilliant. And I said, people asked, why didn't you ask an autograph? I said, why should I ask him? He's just a normal person. Exactly. Absolutely, Dirk. <laughs> lovely. Well, lovely to uh, hear from you, Dirk. Call the show any time. Yes, no problem. Thank you, Dirk. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Uh, Brett. <laughs> Brett. Yeah. You know what they Christian. Say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, Brett. Yeah, I mean, my work has claimed the fame was I met Albert Furson. It was at um, Channel 9 Studios in the green room, and um, I was in there. We were working for a rental company, and we were uh, setting up some rental appliances on the Ernie Denise show. So I brought them in, put them on the stage, and went and sat in the green room to, to wait till they did it, and then walked out Al- McPherson, and we got chatting about dogs. In the ideal scenario, the washing machines are in the green room as well, lined up on a couch, enjoying the snacks, waiting to be interviewed on some uh, mid-morning daytime TV show. I'm surprised. No, no offence to the guy bringing in the washing machine, but they have the same green room for the celebrities as they do. Mm. Imagine how Landwork first and feels like, I've, you know, I, I, I've had to go through so much to get here. There's a guy with washing machine rent who's straight into the green room. That's showbiz. But I have to, I, have to, I laugh at it because when I, ca- I was sitting there, Minder came in and he gave me his look like I said, what do you think you're doing? Chat down with first and he actually told me to move out of the seat and move over. <laughs> 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 he must have thought I was trying to pick her up or something, but I just give it a crack. But... Trying to do a good that deal on some uh, re- hot point washing machines. <laughs> So you, you never you never know. If he, right. if he didn't take away, I could have been. <laughs> <laughs> On a brighter note, you're listening to the Christian O'Connell Show podcast.